He's the Black Label Pro Midwest Champion, three-time AIW Absolute Champion, C4 Underground Champion, three-time AIW Intense Champion, AIW Tag Team Champion with Wes Barkley, Rip City Shooters, UXWA Tag Team Champion with Wes Barkley. He's facing Matt Cardona. He's going to beat Matt Cardona's ass this weekend at AIW and get the title back. He's Josh Bishop. And he's back. I'm back, and I think I fixed my audio issues. I was only getting one bar where I was at for some reason, so then I just walked around. Oh, Much we're better. I'm in debt. Sorry about that. No, we're good. Oh, I'm glad we got, got saved. I got sorry. covered up. Love uh, that intro. A lot better intro, though. Take two. Yeah, Fuck look. It. Fired me up. <laughs> got a shot of redemption there. The first one, there we're, we're going to throw that out the window. We're going to throw that one out the window. This is this is where it's at right here. All right, you were you're telling us about Eric Stevens and, and right. how hard he hits and then cookies. Okay, Eric Stevens, the man. Uh, great dude. Great dad. Um, had a fun match with him at Black Label. We wrestled at uh, AIW at Hell on Earth. I, um, I wish we could run that. I hope we can run that match back one day if he wants to unretire again. That'd be kind of cool. He makes great cookies. He hits hard. I love it when people hit me hard because it just makes it kind of just like the green lights. It just, all right, cool. We're just rocking and rolling because, I mean, they call me Stiffy McGee for a reason, man. That's a name that you got to earn. You don't just get that given to you. See, that, that's what I was going to ask was because, you know, not everyone wants to take the shots they dole out, but it's good that you are the type who's like, you hit me, I'll hit you, and we'll really beat the shit out of each other. Well, yeah, it's kind of a dick move, I think, if you're just going to beat the shit out of somebody and then complain about it in the back. Or maybe, I don't know, you know, if, I don't know. Let's say maybe if I had a move in my arsenal called, like, the broski boot or something. And maybe every time I hit you with it, I kick you in the head as hard as fucking possible. And then called you Stiffy McGee on my podcast and said that you hit me really hard and I and I would never stiff anybody. But my, in reality, my boot in the corner allegedly maybe uh, an instant, an instant heel to the back of your head almost as it feels like. It's like he kicks you in the front of the head and you feel in the back of your head. But that's all alleged, you know. I'm not talking about anyone in particular. That's just if I had a move in my arsenal called the Broski boot. This this match against Cardona, you finally get him in, in a singles match. So to, to set oh. this up for, for people, you were on our show, uh, myself and Jensen, the spotlight, when we kind of like broke the news to you that That's Cardona true. was Cardona oh, was injured yeah, you're right. and what you would that? not be getting that match. Now here yeah, we are almost a year later. No, 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 no breaking news that Cardona is hurt. Oh. A year later. You're going to face Cardona, but now he's got Bill Alfonso. Now he's got Steph DeLander on his side. But how are you feeling now you finally get your hands on Matt Cardona one-on-one? Oh, I cannot wait. It's going to be electric this Saturday night. This Saturday night in the Tadmore Shrine, if you are anywhere within, I would say, 10 to 12 hours of driving distance to Cleveland or to Akron, Ohio, the Dirty 330, my hometown, you better get your ass there because there's no Cavs basketball. They're playing tonight. Gonna put the New York Knicks down in their home court. And then Saturday night, the championship's coming back home. Right back, I'm gonna be the first ever four time absolute champion. Matt Cardona, I like that you think that you're pulling a fast one on me by bringing in Bill Alfonso to your little crew. But the thing is, I've been dealing with Fonzie for years. 
this ain't my first rodeo with Bill Alfonso down there. I've won titles before. I've won the absolute title, actually, with Bill Alfonso ringside. And he had to watch his little boy, Matt Justice, get his ass pinned one, two, three. Well, I was crowned the new absolute champ. So, Bill Alfonso, you're not scaring me, bud. I'm not too afraid, Cardona. You might have pulled a fast one on me. I'll be honest. You pulled a fast one on me. You got one over on me in Cleveland. But in Akron, there is no chance. I don't know. what You're going to have to bring a tank or something because I am ready to destroy this dude. I have been looking forward to getting my hands on this dude in a one-on-one rematch. We have not had a one-on-one match since our first encounter in October of, I believe, 2021. If I'm being exact. So this is years in the making. You've been ducking and dodging me. Your bicep. How hurt was it, man? Huh? Were you just trying to avoid the icon? Were you trying to avoid Stiffy McGee? Because this Saturday night in Akron, Ohio, there's going to be no avoiding the the intense icon. Because Stiffy McGee, I have just been getting these hands ready. I've been just smacking bricks trying to callous these hands up. I've been doing heavy deadlifts. My hands look rugged and rough. I can't wait to just pull this dude. He puts that good little cut in his to try and show off his pecs and his shirts when he cuts them with that brother cut. I can't wait to get him in the corner. I'm going to rip that shirt off completely, expose that chest, and I'm just going to chop the fuck out of this dude. And I cannot wait to light him up. I'm going to try and rip his heart out through his chest. So, There's an easy headline. That's, that's great. I love it. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's talk about it. So, Steph Delander is going to be with Matt Cardona, and so will Fonzie. You, let's say you get one – let's say you get two people to come and join you at ringside for this event to even out the odds. Who are you picking, Josh? Do I get any two ever? Ever. Pick your pick your best uh, – your best. I'm team. taking my main man, Maserati West, West Barkley, with me. And honestly, if I could have anyone else by my side, I would pick the Iceman, Ricky Bricks, the Brickster. He's not really around as much anymore these days. I wish he was, but he's still out there. But I know he's still got a few screws loose. He might not be in the wrestling business as much anymore. But that is, I swear to God, the craziest man I've ever met in my life. And you know, that is the only man I've ever seen Matt Justice run from. If you want to know how crazy that man is, that man knocked out Matt Justice with headbutts. Never <laughs> I, all right, we got we got to set the record straight on something. There's a lot of rumor and innuendo that when when Sean Ross Sapp came in and attacked Shaza McKenzie, that those in the locker room <laughs> were not happy with what happened out there. Did you confront Sean Ross Sapp backstage? Were you wrapping the hands, ready to punch him in the face for ruining Shaza McKenzie's moment? No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Sean Ross can do whatever he wants with Shaza McKenzie. He, as long as he's not coming for that Midwest title, he's not my problem. He knows better. He saw me sniffing the smell and saw us. Me and Filthy Tom were out there. We're grappling. We're fighting. Me and Tom are doing live rounds on each other. We're just fucking punching each other in the face before our matches getting amped up. I'm ripping these smelling salts. We're crying, we're laughing, we're getting amped up. I'm getting ready to go out there fang and bang and defend my Midwest title. So Sean Ross, he knew. He knew better than to come after the champ. I don't really give a fuck what he does as long as he stays out of my way. Because you know, I got two options when you're getting in the ring with Rip City Shoes, and it's get out of the way or get ran the fuck over. Is that your pre-match routine? He did mention like you you have a very like intense 
pre-match routine. You and Tom Waller <laughs> just punching each other in the face? I mean, I wouldn't say it's intense. I mean, for some people, they might say it's some of the things I do is intense or a little bit off the wall. But for me, it's just another day in life. I wake up at 4 a.m. every day and I hit the smelling salts to wake me up. I don't eat coffee. <sighs> oh, it just clears out the sinuses and gets me ready to the road. It gets me locked and loaded for a day because I got to wake up those weights. They're sleeping. Those weights at 4 a.m., those 25s are... Those 25s is what it feels like a 10 because they're sleeping. A 45 in the morning at 4 a.m. is only a 25 because it's been sleeping all night. <laughs> it's not as heavy in the morning, but you get there about 5, 6 p.m. That's why people have a hard time at the gym. You get there 5, 6, 7 after a long day's work. Fuck, you don't want to fucking lift those weights. And they've been getting dropped all day by who knows who. So a 45 could be a 70 for all you know because it could be so burnt out and pissed off. It's going to make itself a little heavier for you. That's why you got to sneak attack those weights early in the morning. Now I don't know what I want to see more. Sean Ross Sapp versus Josh Bishop or a bunch of weights becoming sentient and alive and taking on Josh Bishop yeah. in the morning. That's why I get it in early. You got to get it in early and bang and clang early. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Jeremy, what else do you want to ask? What, what uh, music do you listen to when you're clanging and banging? Um, really, I've been listening to a lot of Olivia Rodrigo. Um, yeah. I, I don't really? know if you guys... That's that's the young goat right there. That's amazing. I'm into that. Did we just lose his audio? Maybe Did he Olivia mute us? To listen to Olivia Rodrigo, I wouldn't blame I him. I think so. I would have done it too. We're, we're, listen, Olivia that Rodrigo. That is. Booty Mix oh. 11 is probably my favorite. But I'll uh, go Big Booty Mix anything. Uh, 1 through 23, you know, it just kind of depends what I'm feeling that day, whatever I not listen to lately. Because I'm just in there jamming and I'm just banging and clanging. Getting after it, thinking about how I can't wait. I mean, I got to build these arms up. I'm doing chops with the 25s in each hand. So that way, I'm ready to just chop everyone hard as fuck on the weekend. Jeremy kind of alluded to it earlier, asked the question when your audio wasn't uh, doing so hot. But now we have you and you're, and you're solid. Um, you had a match with Gangrel recently for the PLP Midwest title. Uh, talk about legend. The, yeah, talk to me. Working with Gangrel, who is a legend, like, is there. What what do you learn working with a guy like Angrel? Oh, I don't know what I can say on here, but you learn some things working in there with old Gangrel. Because they're, I mean, fagging and banging it, I don't know what time we went out there, like 12 in the morning. It was awesome. It could not have been a better experience. Because we're just out there and Gangrel's just talking shit to me while we're out there. And I'm just fucking laying it right back in at him. And we're just beating the piss out of each other. And just having, I'm having the time of my life out there. I live for that shit. I don't know, but I mean, some people might hate it, but I love, I just love when you're just in there and it's just getting real. I love it. Jeremy, you, go ahead. You've also worked uh, like Big Demo, Rhino, like oh, people yeah. who have, you know, people who have been around, been, been part of WWE and everything. Who is a guy that is giving you giving you some advice when it comes to that like a veteran guy who has been like all right this is something that you need to work on or this is something you do really well um honestly you know what right now i'm gonna give a little shout out to my guy that nobody would probably think that i talk to on like a decently regular basis or that really is like a mentor of mine but i'm gonna give a shout out to chris hero he's he texting he texts me a lot he's always checking in when i do these facetimes or he'll watch something and break it down for me it's awesome big demo is a big help too because just because uh i mean he gets it because he started on the indies and he was in wwe now he's back on the indies 
So he's just not that there's anything wrong with like a rhino or anything like that. I just think um, I don't know. It's just different. I mean, I wrestled rhinos in a fucking exploding cage match. You know what I mean? So that's not really. <laughs> you're not a really bit different environment. Though. Yeah, you're not really going to be under the learning tree when you're pressing in front of five thousand <laughs> juggalos in an exploding cage match on Halloween. Hold on, I got to hear about this. Can you what, an exploding? I didn't. I have not seen this. I didn't see this. I'm I'm the king of the exploding cage match. Actually, I've never won a single one of them, but uh, I did two <laughs> last year. I did two last year. I had a three-way dance at the Gathering of the Juggalos with Vampiro and Delirious. We wrestled at about four in the morning. It was pretty awesome. And then I worked a Rhino on Halloween in an exploding cage match also. That's bonkers. Both on YouTube, if anyone was wanted to watch them. Yeah, I think I have something to do this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. it like wrestling in front of Juggalos? Like, how, how is that crowd compared to oh, a normal wrestling crowd? I mean, I love kind it. of are a normal wrestling crowd. I love them. I love it because they hate me, so I love it. Do you have, have you talk all the, take all, talk all the shit you want to, Juggalos. Shit, talk to me about my blonde hair, about my muscles, whatever you want. I I love that shit. It doesn't you, throw me off my game one bit. It motivates me more. Have you developed a favorite uh, flavor of Fago Cola as a result? No, I don't. I don't like pop. Oh, all right. <laughs> no pop oh, okay. for me. You are definitely so. You're definitely Midwest because. Pop, I have this debate in my household. Pop and soda. I call yeah. it soda. Why? The, the rest of the, I'm from North Carolina. I've always I've always called it soda. It's not pop oh, to me. You're silly. It's pop, a, man. Pop, <laughs> a pop is what you get when you go out in front of the audience, Josh Bishop. A pop is yeah. what Sean Ross Sapp knows nothing about at Black Label Pro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> soda is what you drink. No, you get a... Well, <laughs> you hear that pop noise when you pop the can open. <laughs> no, that's a fish. Anyway, uh, Mike from Indy asks, when is Chris Hero bringing in Josh Bishop to West Coast Pro? Oh, I don't know. I don't ask about that kind of stuff. Um, you got to ask the matchmaker that. Question for Chris Hero, not Josh Bishop. Yeah. yeah, let's get let's get Hero in here next week, and we'll uh, it'll you be two minutes of him of us asking, when do you book Josh Bishop? You want me to text him? I'll see if he can get you so make a spot for you. All right. Hey, well, I'd love to have Chris Hero on yeah, the show. Go. Are you kidding me? Chris Hero rules. Oh, he is the man. He, uh, yeah. The big, big piece of advice he's given me lately is stop getting hit with chairs. Mm. And I've really been trying to implement it into my game because it kind of sucks. So I want. I, I asked you about Ottawa, Canada, and I know you put it Oh, yeah. C4 Wrestling, baby, next week. What are you doing Friday? I, so I'm in Toronto, unfortunately, oh, but I have right. a lot of friends in Ottawa because, again, home, my hometown. Uh, that's It's a different beast, C4, in working Ottawa. Talk to me about the oh. C4 experience. Some people are starting to see more of them uh, through through IWTV and through Fight and all that stuff. I love C4. I cannot put into words how much I love C4 wrestling because I don't know what it is, but maybe they just don't have maniacs up there or something but there's just i just feel some weird connection with the crowd and there's like a whole group that i love it's like the whole sean frost crew i don't know if anyone even knows who that is sean frost real estate shout out um his crew he brings they has like a crew of like 20 they took a liking to me right away and they kind of helped with the rest of the crowd and i just love getting it there because it's packed these shows are packed and the crowds are hot and it's just fun to just get out there 
and just go nuts because I, I mean, Manders and I had a good one out there. If anyone hasn't seen that one, highly recommend that one. I gave him a crazy awesome bomb on the floor, probably almost killed him. They give me just fun matchups. I got in there with Young Jay Lee, if anyone knows who that, if you guys know who that is, he's a, out of Buffalo. Um, he's awesome. I want to get that through AIW at some point this year. He's awesome. Uh, I've had fun ones. Got to team with Lufisto, which is awesome because she's a legend of wrestling. So they always just have something awesome for me. I can't. I love going up there. I'm so happy every time I know that I look at my calendar. I just know I got C4 in like a week or two. It just makes me look forward to it. It's seriously one of my favorite places to go. I love C4 wrestling. Have you become a poutine guy after working C4 and working? Ne- I'll be. I've never had poutine. My usual routine is I get stopped at the border because I look like a maniac. They pull us all in. They look through the car. They find the title belts. Then they go, oh, the champ is here. They say some shit like that. They send us on our way. We get there probably 30 minutes before the show starts. I just eat nothing besides, like, the apples and stuff that are back there, which is pretty awesome. That is honestly a low-key underrated thing is that C4 has snacks in the back. If a promotion has snacks in the back, it's just as, like, a chef's kiss. Like, all right, thank God, because I am hungry as fuck, and I did not pack enough food. Or I did not get enough food at the last stop. Oh, and they always have bottles of water, too, which I always need that bottle of water to just spike at the ground and soak everyone in the blast zone when I come out. And before you bring your own apples night now. Yeah. But uh, so I've never had any, like, poutine or anything, any, like, Canadian-exclusive treats. I know you guys have, like, ketchup chips or something. I really don't like ketchup or mustard or any of that stuff, so... I don't have that doesn't sound tasty to me, so I don't get that. The only thing is that you guys have these one cherry, like jelly. I don't know how to describe them. They're jelly. They're cherry jelly filled sour patch kids. That's the only like Canadian exclusive treat that I get every time I go, and they're so sour and they burn my mouth every time, and I continue to be an idiot and just eat and try and put the whole bag in my mouth at once like an idiot, and then my tongue hurts for like two days after. Now I'm gonna have to come to I'm gonna have to come to Ottawa. When you're working a C4 show, say hi, and we're gonna we'll, we'll find we'll find a little poutine uh, spot. We'll have a little poutine. I'd love to get one. Let's I don't do know. It. I don't even know what it is. It, it, it's it's carbs. It's just carbs. That's, what, I, that's what I need. <laughs> that's people, all you need. Yeah, people try and ask me what my diet is. My diet is a Little Caesars pizza every day because you cannot beat the calories <laughs> per dollar. Because it's nearly it, three thousand calories. It's a very cheap deal. Yeah, and then you, uh, my rule is if you're going to eat something unhealthy, you just have two protein shakes with it, and then it makes it not as bad. It's not really a good theory, but that's my theory. He's the man after my heart right now. Yeah. Little Caesars just, is not good pizza, though. It's 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 good price, not yeah, good pizza. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, you just fold two slices over. You got to order online, so they always make it fresh for you. Then you pick it up. It's still warm and steamy. You fold two slices over, and you just slug them down real fast. I used to be able to eat one in eight minutes. Because I could eat one of my drive from when I pick it up to get home. And then you just slug two protein shakes after and you take a little nap and you wake up and you're jacked. You eat it have because you, it's there. Yeah. Have you done uh, a, a eating competition with, um, <laughs> oh, now I'm going to, oh, I got, he escapes my name. We've had him on the spotlight. Megabyte Ronnie. Yes, Megabyte Ronnie. Ronnie. I was no, thinking of his partner. So- no, he's a real eater. I'm not. I'm like a fake eater. I just eat 
I can't do like a competition. I just do it for myself. I think I'd crack under pressure. Plus, there's nothing really I like eating that much. I don't think I could eat like what's he eat like fifty hot dogs once a year or something. That's oh, crazy insane. to me. That's yeah. so gross. Insane stuff that he eats. Uh, yeah. Josh, la- last one. I won't take up too much of your time, but I, I no, keep it going. I'm good. Let's keep it rocking. <laughs> I feel like I. Those first five minutes were bad because I had that bad audio. I owe you guys at least ten more minutes. Oh, we've been doing great so far. Yeah. Uh, well, I still, I still didn't ask this. We were missed if I didn't ask this. Uh, car accident earlier this year. That was a tough time for uh, a lot of independent wrestlers. First off, glad everyone is doing okay. Wait, oh you know, my god, was that terrifying? Yeah. So how was that? Like, uh, I, that what happened yep. there? The only way I could describe it, honestly, is. You know when you're driving in Grand Theft Auto and you just hit something really fast and you just spin around in the air a bunch and then you come down and your car's like really fucked up? Yes. That's what that's like. good. <laughs> yeah. Like we were just spinning and I was like, I'm going to die on a Sunday morning. And I didn't even get to wrestle. Like at least it would have been better if it was like Sunday night. You know what I mean? Because then I would have had a match. But uh, I think I was supposed to do like something with Sabu that day too, which kind of pissed me off because then I missed the show. But uh, I mean, obviously, like the car wreck sucked because like my body's all hurt and stuff. But mainly, I was just mad I missed the show more than anything. Because I mean, poor Marino's his car, so his car is totally he got totaled out. But it was just it like went in the air and then like came down into like. Luckily, it was like rainy and wet, so like the dirt was really loose, like. I don't know what you say, softer kind of the ground. And so then we just got stuck in nature's wall, pretty much the bottom of this hill. And this car was implanted in it like an angle, like from a Grand Theft Auto scene. That's how I would describe it. So no, nothing lingering after all that. You're, you're, no, you're, I mean, I felt, I mean, no, I just felt like, you know, usual terribleness for like an extra two or three weeks, but it's fine. Man, what a, what a way to go. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I mean, we definitely got so lucky that there was no other car on the road near us or we would have died because we were just spinning in the highway. Yeah. Across all the lanes. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, yeah, the fact that there no other, yeah, like you said, no other car. <laughs> If that's, if that's the worst that happened was you guys told the yeah. car and got, well, got some pain out of it yeah we got super lucky you're good yeah. very lucky very lucky very lucky i don't want to undermine the situation it was scary obviously yeah. and terrifying but luckily like the best case scenario for that situation is what happened so we got lucky very glad that it didn't turn out to be to be worse because i remember reading about it and it was like oh fortunately everybody was okay and because it's out, and because his car was falling backwards, and that's what ripped the bumper and the muffler off, was he was falling back. We were going backwards downhill, then flipped again and turned to land forward. Not, none <laughs> of this sounds good. None of this sounds even <laughs> possible. Much no. less I'm trying to put it in my head. Yeah, I me was, too. I mean, now I can kind of laugh about it because I was just like, oh, it's happening. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm going to die. But then it just kept going for like two minutes of us spinning and shit. And then we like are going backwards, and I'm like, "Holy fuck, we're still not dead." Sorry, I don't know if I can swear here. No, you're good. You're good. You can. Okay. Sorry, Joel can do some editing. Sorry about that, Joel. <laughs> now nah, we're deep into the show. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, man. Uh, you're good. You're good, man. Uh, yeah, uh, thank you for for sharing that because I can't imagine, and it sounds terrifying. But again, glad everybody is okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, what, we, what happened was when we landed, I just started laughing. 
because I just, I don't know, that's how I just deal with stuff. I try and find the humor in a terrible situation. I know it's probably not the best way, but I don't know. I just like comedy a lot, and just dark comedy is kind of what I like. So I just started laughing, like, huh, I cannot believe we're not dead. <laughs> okay. Like, like, we just lived through that. Can you guys believe that shit? Hold on. Give me, give me a favorite movie, a dark comedy movie that, like, is oh. like number one. You got to watch it all the time. I, oh, my favorite movie of all time is probably Super Bad. Um, I just think that is a classic. Uh, <laughs> have you seen Hot Rod? I have not seen Hot Rod. You gotta watch oh. Hot Rod. Just a yeah, funny. I think Steve. you would really like Hot Rod. Yeah, Andy yeah. Samberg thinks he's a daredevil. That's all you gotta know. <laughs> Ooh, I love I love Andy Samberg. I love Saturday Night Live. I'm a big SNL fan. Gotta watch. So you, I loved growing up on the Lonely Island. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you should definitely watch Hot Rod. I think yeah, all you right. would definitely definitely enjoy that and shout out to lonely island i i, I listened to oh. some of their songs on the way home from an a aew event those beats go hard honestly beats, they're they did not have to go that hard no underrated <laughs> underrated is lonely island so as we uh, as we start to wrap it up and, and wind down you've had a, a few people uh, you know look they look at you and they think huh he looks a lot like uh a lot like sid justice so oh you don't have to say a few people i get this shit every weekend <laughs> well yeah. no matter what show i'm at and that's cool I, I mean it's a lot better than being compared to like a jabroni because sid was like a world champion and he was jacked and he was huge and he looked sweet but i'm probably gonna break a lot of people's hearts here guys i'm a little too young for sid <laughs> i was born after i was born after goldberg already had the streak going like Sid wasn't really doing too much while I was growing up. I, I'd watch clips of him here and there on YouTube, like if I was watching old wrestling back or I got like an old DVD and I would know he was then, but I didn't grow up like a big Sid fan. I just like dyed my hair blonde because I knew I wanted to bleed, so I always thought when Ric Flair was bleeding, his hair looked sweeter because it was sucking in that blood. But here's the real question. How's your softball game? Oh, terrible, probably. That's <laughs> how you know he's not Sid Bridges. Oh, kid. fuck. I don't think I've run the bases since I was in, like, fifth grade, maybe. <laughs> I can probably hit a dinger, but I don't. if it was coming straight on me, I could probably knock it out of the park. But you throw a curveball or something at me, I am not kidding. I was not a baseball kid. I played lacrosse. Oh, there's a good sport. All right. Yeah. Before 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 we do a wrap up, you mentioned the Cavs. I know you're a basketball fan. First time we talked to you, uh, I remember you were playing like 2K before we went on air, which popped me. Um, you got so it. So Cavs, Cavs, how how are we feeling? One one against the Knicks right now. How are we feeling about the Cavs? I'm feeling good. I'll be honest tonight. I do expect possibly. I don't. I listen. I know this is bad. It's Jared Allen's B day, but shout out Jared Allen, big two five. Um, but. Uh, I think the Knicks might get this one, I will say, but it does. Just I do think we're going to take the next one. I think game four, I think we're coming back to Cleveland, 2-2, series tied. That's my hope. I'd love it if we're coming back 3-1, and then we close it out of the land. And I honestly think that those Milwaukee Bucks or those Miami Heat, they got don't have no chance. They have no clue what's in store for them when Spider just lights it up. I think the Cavs, I say – I don't want to jinx myself and say we're going all the way, but I could seriously say we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> we might lose the next three games in a row, and I'm going to look like a fucking idiot for saying that. But Josh, just... it's, it's Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland just breaks your heart. That's, no. that's, that's the gimmick. I, I know. The gimmick. It's, it's in reality. I'm looking right now at a picture. It says Cavs Playoffs 2023. I think maybe, <laughs> listen, if things don't go good in L.A. this year, things don't go good in L.A. next year, 
We got that 2024 draft pick. We gave our boys another two years to develop, get that unity going. We got the big four. The king says, you know what? I got to end it where I started it. I got one more run in me. We draft Bronny. He gives it the new prince of Cleveland. That's what I'll call him, the new prince of Cleveland, Bronny James. He comes sixth man of the year, Bronny James, and rookie of the year. You get LeBron in at the three. You got an elite starting group of Evan Mobley. You got Jared Allen. You got LeBron. You got DG the PG. And you got Spider. And you tell me who in the fuck is going to beat that team. We might hit a three-peat and send LeBron out of here on a three-ring run. And he's just going to hand the Kings over to the Prince, Bronny. There's a reason we kept that 2024 draft pick. I'm just saying that. LeBron, you want to come back? Come, we'll take you back. I, I Listen, I was at your first homecoming in Akron. I'll gladly play up some ditty dirty money coming home. I'd love to have you back. <laughs> oh, Josh, we appreciate it. By the way, the team that beats them is the Oklahoma City Thunder with the young Shea Gilchrist Alexander, Josh Giddy. No, I, I, I do like the Listen, I do like the I, I do like the Thunder. My SGA is beast. Josh Giddy has money. But the thing is, I just think with the problem with the Thunder is going to be is you're going to have too many, play, too many mouths to feed. Too many mouths to feed in Oklahoma City. This is Sam Presti said this of like, oh, you got too many good players, too many draft picks. Yeah, it's a problem having too much money. This is an issue. All of a yeah, sudden, too yeah. Much money. Egos in the NBA. There's no egos. That is true. No egos in OKC so far. All right, the wind is is kicking the shit out of you right now. Oh, I know. Sorry, I don't. Josh, let everyone know where where they can find you at. Thank you again for joining us. You can find me on Twitter. At Joshua Bishop, I, I don't even know. I gotta look actually. I'm I'm not big. I'm not a good social media guy. Oh, Joshua Bishop underscore on Twitter. Joshua Bishop II on Instagram for intense icon. Not the second. I'm an original. Um, I really use, even though I don't really use them. Uh, I know I have a lot of wrestling stuff muted because I think people just get mad at each other and it's a lot of drama for no reason. So I follow a lot of NBA stuff. And me, NBA memes. Um, but you can find me this Saturday night becoming the first ever four-time absolute champion in Akron, Ohio. And honestly, you know what? Until LeBron, once I get that absolute strap back, listen, LeBron, I'm just going to say, I'll give you the crown when you come back. I'll give you the keys to our city back. But I'm I'm holding it down as the king. I, I'm i proclaiming right now I am the new king of Northeast Ohio until LeBron wants to come back. Then I'll hand him right back over to you. <laughs> but I but I'll have to hold it down for you. Uh, a man, one man can only do so much. Josh Bishop and Matt Cardona, absolute title, Matt. This Saturday, April twenty second, going to be forward to it. Josh Bishop, thank you for your time. Thank no you problem. For- thank you guys. I'm sorry if I <laughs> it was just ranting too much or raving. I don't no. feel like I'm a good interview, but no, I appreciate no, you, you having me on. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Cheers. Thank, thank you, Josh. Josh.